Thanks for joining us here for another episode of the Diversions Podcast. We're your host here, Keddy, and... Sub nerds, it's me. And quite a few good topics here for you today. Um, I don't know, I guess we should start off with how was your holiday week? Holiday week was super chill, low-key. Just me, my mom, and my sister, so it was pretty nice. Nice, nice, that's good. Um, you know, me, had my large family gathering. 600 and all, 37 yeah. <laughs> All of them, yes, included. Uh, we just had a, you know, dinner. Um, I got bombarded because I didn't know it was a birthday party as well for one of my younger cousins. Well, yeah. how can you keep track of all of them? I don't know. I don't know, but it was it was a surprise. But I didn't get to spend too much time with them because I have to work the overnight shift. Lame. Uh, but, you know, it wasn't too bad. Did you easy, easy. I did have cake, yes. There you go. It was worth it. Yeah, uh, it was easy shift because holidays, not much is going on. Uh, was basically watching TV, playing Pokemon. So there nice. we go. You enjoying it? Oh, hell yeah. Probably one of the best games ever, I think. It looks rad, dude. It is really good. Um, besides the buggy features, aside from all that, I really thoroughly enjoy the gameplay. Uh, I love all the new Pokemon designs. It's pretty hard to keep a consistent team of six, so I've decided to dedicate myself to a team of ten, and I just rotate. Just rotating through? Yeah. Alright. So, pretty good. I pretty much completed the game up to now, and I just gotta do, I guess, the, the last portion of the main quest, I guess. I don't know. It's pretty intense. Okay. I I, I mean, I, I have some spoilers, but I don't know if I should spoil it or not, but we'll see. Yeah, it's still pretty fresh. We'll spoil it next episode. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty insane. I, I mean, even for me, I was like, for a Pokemon game, I was just like, I can't believe they went there. Oh. Yeah. Scandalous storytelling, eh? A little bit, yeah. It's probably one of the most craziest story arcs I've ever seen, actually. Okay. Wait, which one do you have? I have Scarlet. Is that uh, Muscle Mommy Cavewoman or... Yeah. Okay. And the other one is like big chad scientist man yeah all right so apparently they're a married couple though so oh yeah and they have a son and that's who like you're like helping out on one of the quests in the game huh okay i did not know about this yeah it was it's crazy but shocker has to do with that family so i'm just gonna that's where i'll stop Ooh, we'll, re- we'll reveal it next week scandalous yes yeah, very scandalous we'll reveal it next week okay uh but i'll say that you know pretty chill holiday I mean, I know on Friday I hung out with my, the rest of my cousins and we had, like, family feud. And it really was a family feud. Okay. That's how it goes. <laughs> Kenny takes his trivia and everything seriously. I do. I mean, uh, a little bit disappointed with my team, <laughs> um, education-wise, but what else can you do? Hey, man, it's your job as one of the elder cousins to teach him these things. I, I guess. I don't know. I mean, some of them are already out of high school and college, so it's just like... They're lost causes then. Yeah. Just kidding. I but, I mean, it was a battling effort. We did good, but... I don't know. I guess also, like, you have to consider in what Americans think in this survey. Because in one of them, they were asking, like, name a South American country. Uh, we named Uruguay, and apparently that wasn't on the list for Americans. Yeah, I don't... And I'm just like, fucking Americans are stupid as hell. <laughs> well, it's because we don't know what it's called, because growing up, we would always just make Uri gay jokes. But uh, other than that, you know, chill holiday. I enjoyed it. I guess to lead into is... Um, uh, I don't know, should we start with the World Cup breakdown, I guess? Because that's what I was doing over the weekend as well. You don't want to talk about what you're watching? I guess we can talk about watching Tell after. What you're watching. All right. I guess we'll start off with our brand new segment for November. Maybe we'll carry it on for many, for, for the rest of the podcast. Yeah, their new stuff or recommendations. Yeah. I just don't know how much new stuff is going to pop in every month, but we'll, we'll, saying, we'll, right? we'll, we'll include it when, when there's new stuff. Because I like to go back and watch old stuff, too. I just watched yeah. uh, Goon the other day. The hockey movie? Love that. Oh, well, yeah. I think I remember that. Oh, classic. But as for new show in November, uh, do you want to start off with yours? Uh, yeah, I, it's not new to you, but it's new to me because <laughs> I've been wa- binge watched all of Ted Lasso in like two days, and so you're all caught up now. Oh my god, the show is so freaking good, man! I couldn't stop watching it. Nice. Every every episode was feel good. Oh yeah, so you're you're completely caught up now. You're just waiting for season three. Yes. Nice, nice. What do you think of it so far? Oh, it was fantastic, man. Uh, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. It's heartwarming. Uh, really sad in a lot of parts, but it's good stuff. What do you think about the villain turn for Nate at the end? I mean, I kind of saw it coming. He, he was he was kind of being a bitch the entire season too. So, but his rationale for it, I was like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of sad and a deep cut. I guess yeah, I could see, I could see, I could see his reasoning behind it. But at the same time, I'm just like man, it's like I think maybe you thought a little bit too highly of yourself after that one victory. That's what I'm saying. But it's cool. I like to see how they're setting it up for next season. Ted's finally got a rival. So that'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. 
Definitely will be cool. Uh, who would you say is your favorite character? Oh, Roy Kent, baby. <laughs> I love that man. I want to be him when I grow up. He's a badass. Nice, nice. Yeah, Roy Kent's definitely a favorite. I also love uh, Danny Rosa. Actually, I, I guess I can't really say I have a favorite character because I love the whole There's cast. There's a lot of good ones. Danny Rosa is amazing. Even Jamie... Jamie Tart. Jamie Tart getting like do, a do, character do, do, do. redemption. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I did hate that they sang Baby Shark uh, every time he, <laughs> they were cheering for him. That's just how soccer songs go. They take a medley of one other ones, and was, damn. I, I love it. It's fun. The one time I saw the game with you at the Globe, it was a hoot. But, um, yeah, the character redemption arc they're doing for Jamie Tart, fantastic. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of good characters on there. Sam Obasanya oh, yeah. is, is a goddamn sweetheart, and I want to see him do everything good in the world. Oh, yeah, definitely good. So, for those of you who haven't watched Ted Lasso... Obviously, we have another newcomer here recommending it, so definitely check it out. Yeah, it's worth the hype, guys. Uh, as for me, for my new shows for November, um, started finished uh, that Wednesday Adam show nice. that was on Netflix. Phenomenal, I think it was phenomenal from start to finish. I really enjoyed it. Um, good story. I don't see some of the reviewers said it was like a very CW show, but I was just like, nah, a CW show will like drag out one plot line for like seasons to come. Where this one yeah. was like pretty nice cut and tight storytelling with like yeah good pacing while also planting the seeds for like future stories so it's really good i liked it a lot yeah pacing is really important for me for a story because i just if you don't if you keep teasing something and never get to it or like the problem persists for like more than three episodes i just don't give a fuck anymore no yeah they were teasing i guess i guess it was kind of like a murder mystery kind of thing because you're supposed to figure out who the identity of this one monster is and like the thing was like there was a good Maybe four possible good suspects where just like they each had a good okay. cause. So I was just like, who is it? But it was good. I liked it. Right. I gotta check it out. Yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, Jenna Ortega, phenomenal on that show. It's only I, like eight episodes, right? Yeah, only eight episodes. Oh, no, she was through that in a day. Phenomenal on that show. I uh, found out that she choreographed her whole like prom dance scene that they had in the. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it, it was hilarious. I, I was like very impressed. So, all right. Good I'm show. Always, I'm always impressed when people can like do their dance moves as a character because i saw like a brief snippet of it and it's like what would this awkward girl do <laughs> from this weird monster family like trying to like do a dance move at a dance so uh yeah look cool i'm always impresses me when people can do that yeah but I'm, i mean also just the whole family is a cool as uh luis guzman as gomez adams i think it was great i think that's a good choice that was definitely a good choice i think a lot of people were saying about his look so i'm just like have you seen like the comic strips of gomez adams yeah, i'm like he's, he's like a, he's a portly fella yeah he looks just like him i mean i know a lot of people want raul julia gomez adams but that's a different take yes equally equally fantastic though. yeah they're all they're all great they're all great i don't think there's been one bad portrayal of gomez adams fair enough uh another show is an anime show actually which i got reminded of it's uh, made in abyss uh if you haven't checked it out please do it might look super cute and adorable but i can assure you that it is not yeah i'm i've been told that it's gonna mess me up when i watch it so oh yeah it takes a very dark turn yeah i'm i'm, I'm like waiting for the time when i'm like <laughs> emotionally ready for it to get into it Oof, man i can just tell you um i just also found out that there's a movie that takes place immediately after the first season but unfortunately it's not available to stream legally so but there's two seasons out right yeah there's two seasons out okay so if you want to watch the movie you got to one piece it so i'm sticking i'm sticking with that (laughs) i I like it it's clever it's under the radar but if you know you know if you know you know exactly uh another show or not show i guess a special or what marvel is now calling a special presentation is gardens of galaxy holiday special yeah what the hell was that (laughs) Um, I guess, you know, those are Christmas holidays cheer kind of thing for the, for the holidays. Uh, I saw it last night. Uh, it wasn't that bad. It was pretty cool. Kevin Bacon's in it. Oh, well then I'm sold. <laughs> Wait, does he play his character from Days of Future Past? No, he just plays uh, Kevin Bacon. He's just Kevin Bacon. He's just Kevin Bacon. He is his own six degrees of himself at this point. Yeah. Gotta love him. So it was, I mean, it doesn't do anything to move forward the franchise as a whole. I guess it's more like a... For anime fans, is a filler episode or like a side story. It's, it's the Star Wars Life Day. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, still overall enjoyable though. All right. Um, they make some, I guess, character revelations in there. I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but it's also not really that big of a spoiler. If you watch the second Guardians movie, you can pretty much guess what the relationship is between these two characters. So, ooh, scandalous. It's not really scandalous, but. Other than that, um, I also started watching the Santa Clauses. How is that? 
So I saw the first episode and I was like, okay, let's see how it is. And are you just watching first episodes of everything and moving on? Because what's the thing? Uh, for you this, watch so much goddamn TV. I really do. I do it for the podcast. I do it for all you people to entertain and <sighs> inform you of what to watch. Everyone say thank you, Caddy. <laughs> Uh, I saw the first episode, and I was like, okay, it wasn't that bad. But they had, like, the first three episodes available already. So I was like, might as well just... Knock those bad boys out. Yeah. and But I guess I got lucky because on Wednesday they premiere a new episode. So, oh, cool. So I watched all four episodes. And on the fourth episode, I was like, okay, I'm in. Because, like, I guess they alluded to some powerful character over here where that's going to... I don't know. I guess the premise of the story is that Tim Allen Santa Claus wants to retire. Um, he gets uh, this other character named Simon Chopsky, you know, because his initials are SCE, like Santa Claus, uh-huh. who is played by Cal Penn. Oh, okay. Weird. Yeah. And he wants to be like the next Jeff Bezos kind of thing where he wants to like instantaneously deliver like Christmas gifts or whatever people need. So he's trying to like corporatize Christmas? Corporatize Christmas and like he's trying to give people what they need before they even know they need it, I guess, basically. Okay. This sounds like some algorithm to rule the world type stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I guess, I don't know, it looks like what he's doing is harming what's called, like, the Christmas spirit, and, like, there's, it, yeah, I mean, yes, it's a Disney, it's, it's a Disney show, so they is got Is there it. an actual, like, spirit that is, like... Well, it's not an actual spirit, it's, like, there's an energy thing that they can, like, I guess, see, and, like, this little a globe ball where, like, the darker it gets, the more, the worse the Christmas spirit gets, and then, like... They said the one time they were on the brink of uh, losing Christmas is when the Black Plague and like oh, the, I mean I guess that makes sense. The dark Not a lot bas- of cheer that basically the Dark Ages is what happened last time the world lost Christmas spirit. That's kind of messed up, but I like yeah, it. I guess. I mean, yeah, I'm just like, oh shit. I mean, I guess it makes sense. I was like, we can't let that happen again. Definitely not. So I it, so after the four, first four episodes, I mean, they were all good, but after the first four, I was like definitely hooked. So. I also right. hear, um, what's this actor's name? David Crumholtz is returning as well. Who? I don't know. He played the head elf in the first two movies. His name's like Bernard. I'll take your word for it. I don't know. I used to watch the Santa Claus movies a lot because of my sister. Uh, yeah, they're good ones. Yeah, they're not. Too many of them, though. It's only three. Too many of them. <laughs> I mean, now they have a show. The show's good. I like it so far. Uh, it takes place in Chicago, too. So I'm from there. Hometown repping. Let's go, I guess. Are we going to get a Chicago Santa? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds horrible for the world, but I love it. I guess. I don't know. I mean, Rudolph was invented in Chicago, so. Chicago's got the weirdest history of pop culture. It really does. I, I don't know. It's strange. But I was also, as I was watching these shows, I was debating to myself. I was like, do I want to do what I did for October and watch something Christmas related every day in December? Two, I was like, I have no clue what's going to do to me because we all saw like, one of the episodes of my dream of where every content, where I had my own Halloween special. Either you're going to become a Christmas killer or you're going to be the most cheerful, joyful man that's ever existed. I don't know. We'll see what happens. My, my brain does strange things. Yeah, definitely. I'm, you know what? Just for the experiment, I want to see you do it. <laughs> all right. I mean, there's... How much Christmas stuff even is there? There's plenty f- of stuff. Can you fill a month? I think I can fill a month. I mean, Without they have dipping that... into like Hallmark movies? I think so. There's plenty of Disney Channel movies. I believe it. So, yeah, there's a lot of Disney. Disney's got something for everyone, folks. Disney Channel movies. You have a lot of like cartoon specials. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen a Hallmark movie in general. So, caught yourself lucky then, bud. I know. I, sh- I probably should, but we'll see. I mean, Netflix, I don't think you should. Netflix has I'm all those. Sure that like, channel exists only to not be watched. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think Netflix also has those cheesy like christmas movies like was it christmas baby or christmas prince or some shit like that what i don't know i don't know the names of them but i always see it during around this time of the year i'm gonna take your word for it i mean i can watch beauty and the Be- beauty and the beast the christmas special one so that's a good animated special yeah they did just kind of christmas special everything would you consider mean girls to be a christmas movie does it take no i think it takes place after christmas doesn't it no they got the whole christmas dance scene yeah but then the rest of the school year happens it's got enough Christmas for me to call it a Christmas. If people can say Die Hard's a Christmas movie, I can say me. I mean, no one says Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Oh, everyone says Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Yeah, because they want to be contrarians. Yeah. I'm That's okay it. with it, though. Eh, whatever, to each their own. It happens on Christmas. I guess. Uh, but aside from that, well, I guess, yeah, I guess I'll tackle it starting tomorrow. I'll watch something Christmas-related. I like it. Let me know how it goes. Yeah, I'll, I guess I'll update what I'm watching. I'll, I'll try to watch them. I'm usually quite a Grinch around this time of year. Maybe I'll try <laughs> to watch a few things and get more in the spirit. Maybe watch the Grinch to get in the spirit. 
Yeah. Oh, speaking of Grinch, that Grinch horror movie. Oh my god! I don't understand what's the deal with everything that enters to become a public IP that they need to make it into a horror movie. Just yeah. it's just funny and silly. It's I, I just I like just that don't Winnie get the it. Pooh one looks creepy. Yeah, there's that Winnie the Pooh one. There was the one earlier, or I don't know how long ago it was that they made the banana splits into like a Five Nights at Freddy kind of thing. I vaguely recall this. Yes. So I I just understand the deal. I have I saw the trailer of not the full trailer but bits and pieces of it. So I just don't understand. It's not for me. For me, it's not and whatever. Who knows? It's something funny. I'm sure. That's how I watch most horror movies, anyways. Is I mean, but what comedy would it count as like a Halloween movie or would you count it over as a Christmas movie? Nightmare Before Christmas rules apply. It's both. Is it both? Because Nightmare Before Christmas happens on Christmas. But it's also a Halloween movie. Is it a Halloween movie? The beginning of the movie, it's Halloween has ended, and then it leads into Christmas. It covers both holidays. Uh, I I don't know. I think that's more of a Christmas movie than it is for both. Eh, pick your poison. I don't know. I feel like that's a debate for another day. Well, you know what? We'll we'll ask it on the on the Instagram page. Ooh, oh, put yeah. it in the poll, yeah. Yeah, there we go. Also, follow us. We now have an Instagram page, folks. Uh, follow us over at Diversions64. Do it, do it, do it. I guess to lead to our next topic is a World Cup breakdown. Something that I was doing over the weekend. And a lot of stuff has happened now. I've been leading up until today, Wednesday. Yeah, we, we had a lot of action. I, I saw, I think it was Tunisia beat France today 1-0. Not yeah. that it did anything because they were still limbed. But. Yeah, they were still eliminated, unfortunately, because uh, Australia scored at the last... I, I, don't, I don't know how last second, but they scored in their game to be uh, Denmark so they could advance. But if that game stayed 0-0, Tunisia would have advanced. Damn. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. Uh, just like today, between uh, Mexico and uh, Poland, it was like do or die for both of them. Oh my god, Mexico actually scored? Yeah, they scored two goals. Um, Mexico needed to win by a, a, a oh, scoreline. Okay, yeah, they needed to win 3-0 or have uh, Poland lose 3-0 so they could advance. But at one point in the game, both teams were... Argentina was beating Poland 2-0 and Mexico was beating uh, Saudi Arabia 2-0. But Mexico was still out. And the only reason that they were out is because because they both have the same points, the same goals for and same goals against, that it came down to who had the most yellow cards. And Mexico had two more That's yellow cards. That's a deciding factor? Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. When they, yeah, because, they were, they were, because they're equally tied in everything else, so now it just comes down to the yellow cards. Mexico had six yellow cards, while uh, Poland had four. They got a fifth one. In the uh, they got a fifth one in the Argentina game, so if they had one more, Mexico would leap over them. Oh, that's so funny! Yeah, so it was it, it. This really came down to the wire, but unfortunately, it was in Mexico's hands in the end, and they choked. Unfortunately, um, Saudi Arabia scored a goal, which pretty much killed all hopes for them. Wait, so is group stage over? Or group is stage it? is over tomorrow. <clears throat> okay, so we still got a couple more teams looking to get in tomorrow or Friday. I feel like the is the final day for the group stage. Uh, Saturday, though, we have a showdown between USA and Netherlands after the USA took down uh, Iran in a one-goal thriller. Uh, and rest in peace to that one young man who sacrificed his manhood. To- oh, yeah, that protester. Oh, man, that took balls. <laughs> For those who don't know, there was a protester who ran into the field during the USA and Iran game uh, waving a pride flag. And also he had a Superman shirt on, but on the shirt it was ra- written, uh, Save Ukraine. So, oof. Let's hope he makes that alive. Yeah. Good luck, man. Qatar's security seems like they're insane this year. Yeah. Uh, it's fucking insane. Oof. They should have never had the World Cup. They're also the one team to be eliminated after the first three games. They have the worst record of any host nation to play in the World Cup. So they definitely did not deserve to be there. Yeesh. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much for a World Cup breakdown, unfortunately. Mexico is eliminated. Um, my girlfriend was mad at me, like as if I was the one who single-handedly eliminated Mexico. I mean, you should have done more, kid. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else I could have done. I even told her from the start. I was like, this is a pretty weak Mexico squad. I don't think they're going to go far. So, Fair. But I guess keeping up with the theme of the World Cup is right before Japan plays Germany, they stunned them. Well, they stunned them at the World Cup, beating them 2-1. And also their jersey designs are styled after manga panels and its flow. Because you know how you read them from left to right, I suppose, for us reading from right yes. to left. Um, but yeah, inspired by the manga Blue Lock. I don't know if you had a chance to check out Blue Lock. I yet. haven't yet, but I like want to more now because of it. Because those <laughs> uniforms look fuego. Yeah, man. those those are pretty nice uniforms, and definitely check out Blue Lock. Such amazing, amazing animation. Gomu, gomu no! 
but the story here is that Japan head coach Hajime Moriyasu showed the film One Piece Red to his players the day before their match against Germany as a form of inspiration. And I have to say, that must have worked because they came out flying. Hey, man, the power of anime is unrivaled <laughs> at this point as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I just wish it continued because, I mean, I guess it's down to the coach because when they played Costa Rica, he changed the lineup so much that it was just not the same team anymore. And they lost 1-0, unfortunately. Uh, Mixing up strategies, not paying off. Yeah, that's unfortunate. So hopefully tomorrow. I know all about this now, folks, because I watched Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's going to be the Coach Beard to my lasso. <laughs> I love Coach Beard. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't know how true it is. I like to believe that is 100% true, and that's how I'm going to take it for it. It for sure seems like something they would do. I don't know, but I, I definitely do believe, like, anime can definitely, like, inspire you to do so much. Dude, it's hype. Yeah, type. I mean, back then, before we used to play in our basketball rec leagues, I would like watch an episode of My Hero Academia, <laughs> and it worked because I came out <laughs> with vengeance. Yeah, maybe the most penalized person on the in the league at that point. Hey, no one scored points when I was on the court. That's true. They can't handle you. Uh, but I guess what I want to ask is like, what's an anime you feel like that you would need to get yourself revved up for a game day? Oh, Yu Yu Hakusho Knife Edge, Knife Edge Death Math episode. I can't even say it. I'm so hyped to say it. Is that the only one? Uh, <clears throat> man, that's a good one. I'm trying to think of any other ones that aren't really jumping out at me at the moment. You know, any episode of Haikyuu. I was about to say, I was like, I, was, I, was like, I don't know how you haven't mentioned Haikyuu yet. I'm, I'm surprised, too, because I love that anime. Um, ooh, or Kotokono Basket. Yeah. That's a hype anime. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Those are very good ones that I've watched. And after uh, after watching those, I'm just like, damn, I feel like we take on the world. Dude, good sports anime gets you so pumped up. Oh hell yeah! Uh, I guess one of the I guess one of the good soccer animes I've watched recently is uh, besides Blue Lock is uh, Aoashi. Uh, while I always tell people like me and my cousin were discussing it, like uh, Blue Lock is basically if you're a fan of good animation and like uh, Sakuga. For those who don't know, Sakuga is where like the high priced animation is taking place, all the flashy effects and everything. Like you could like high end studio. Yeah. Okay. Uh basically if you wanted that, you watch Blue Lock. But if you want to watch something for the story and the characters, you watch Aoashi. Because goddamn more, more slice of life y. Uh more slice of life. And also it's kinda like it takes a peek into the life of a player, uh developing from a youth player all the way up into becoming a pro. Okay, so the whole run of it. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, and it's crazy because like um, this is a kid who, for a majority of his life, he's like a forward or an attacker type of player. And when this, uh, I guess, I guess I don't know if semi-pro team, I guess they develop players for their professional team, basically. Okay, yeah, like a C club. Yeah, so they recruit him, and they and they were telling him like if you want to keep advancing, it's like you're gonna have to play defense. And he's just like either you play defense or you go home. And so he has to make this choice. I was like, if I want to achieve my dream of playing professional, I have to change my entire game, what I want to do. And he was just contemplating, it's like, does he want to do it or not? And yeah, so it's pretty crazy. All right. So we'll see what happens on. I mean, I know the first season is uh, over now, so. Okay, oh, so, so recent run. Yeah, Go recent ahead. run. It's all it's on Crunchyroll. That and Blue Log, they're both on Crunchyroll. So yeah. uh, definitely check those out. A lot of soccer anime coming out. Yeah, it's I I'm I'm one I'm all for it because I've been waiting for this for a long time. Because before that we only had what Captain Tsubasa. Yeah. I mean all the other ones were like hit or miss. They weren't fantastic. So. Yeah. So, but yeah, aside from that, it's uh, a good era for anime right now. It really is a good era for anime. Season three of uh, Mob Psycho 100 too. Ooh, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I'm waiting for all that so I can just binge it all because I just I just want to binge it all. Yeah, I want to get it done. I don't want to have to sit around and wait. Second half of a uh, Spy Family. Oh yeah, that's I that, up, man. I, I think that's out already, but I, it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but I'm just saying, like this this like fall winter break for anime, really solid chunks. Yeah, definitely good. It kind of makes me wish I had like an actual winter break from work, like I did from school, yeah. so I could just watch it all. Yeah, just take a week off. Use your vacation to binge. Unfortunately, I don't have any more vacation days currently. <laughs> you fucked up, kid. <laughs> I, I I used a lot of them up, but uh, our last topic for the World Cup, and I promise you. Uh, over the weekend, Canelo wanted to fight Messi for stepping on Mexico's jersey. But for anyone who has watched the video, like myself, you see that it seems to be a very big misunderstanding on his part. Um, 
I guess there are some unwritten rules in sports that where you that you honor, you don't honor. But if you see the video, Messi is just taking off his shoes while trying to cheer on with celebrate with his team after their win over Mexico. Yeah, Canelo made it seem like he went out of his way to like spit on the jersey, stomp it into the ground, and like burn it or something like that. Yeah, it was it was wild. Mostly because it was just like, what the hell is like? Does he not understand? And even crazier, like all these other footballers came out in defense of Messi, and even his own countryman who gave Messi his jersey told him it's like you have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what Canelo's doing. Like, I'm all for national pride. Not really. But I understand that Canelo is. But it just kind of seems like he's grasping at straws. Just he re- to, like, be outraged. He really was, uh, which is why I guess earlier today he, like, apologized. But I guess it was too little oh, soon. Oh, he did. Good yeah, for he, him. Yeah, he apologized. But uh, I guess because he Big wanted... strong, scary man growing up. <laughs> I guess he, he wanted the good karma for Mexico. But too little, too late because they got eliminated. I mean, to be fair, the way they played in their first three games, he was probably just trying to light a fire under their asses because... No goals through most of group stage is embarrassing. Yeah, that's crazy. That's wild. But I guess, you know, that for sure does it for, I guess, World Cup news here for you guys. Or sports news, I guess, for you guys here today. For the, But I guess to get back to our more traditional topics over here is Strange Adventure bombs the box office. Strange World. Or Strange, strange World? I thought it was Strange Adventure. Strange World. See, that's the thing. It hasn't been marketed enough that I can't exactly. even know I, the correct name. I mentioned this to somebody at work, and they're like, I don't think that's what that movie's called. And I was like, well, I don't know. Have you seen a trailer? And she was like, no, not at all. And I was like, exactly my point. There's there's no news for this. So I un- apologize if I got the movie title wrong. Strange Adventure, Strange World, whichever one it is. Strange World. Okay, Strange World. Bombs at the box office, and I have yet to see a trailer or even have a clue as to what this movie is about. So, uh, fun fact, I was bored at work today. Uh, anyone who I work with know I was working very hard all day long. <laughs> but I was looking at reviews for the movie, and, like, it got review-bombed horribly. But every single, like, one-star review is just a bunch of people going, like, I don't like them liberals pushing their views on my kids with these gays. Oh, my God. And it's it's so funny how everything is just, like... Like, everyone just saying, like, these lefties are getting too out of control over here. So it's like, did you even watch the movie? <laughs> yeah, they're like, it's a shame because the movie had some good bones, but, you know, they tried to make it too inclusive, if you know what I mean. And I'm like, oh, my God. One guy's complaint that there was somebody from every race and culture, but there was no blonde or redhead in sight. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> you, you clearly what? were going to dislike this movie no matter what it was about. <laughs> Seriously, it's like, what the hell? And one guy was like, and I looked into this director, and he said he intentionally tries to include everyone in his movies. And I was like, that's your problem with it? Oh, my God. So, that's wild. Because, yeah, I did see a tweet from a politician, or I don't know who he was, but apparently he took his 10-year-old kid to the movie. And then I guess he said 10 minutes into the movie, his 10-year-old son said, I don't want to see this anymore. Let's go. And then I guess he ended his tweet saying, "Is all like Disney needs to remember who the paying customer is." The and, kid. <laughs> and I'm just like the the kid. I was like, "Did you take your kid to the did, movies did and have them pay? pay for you?" I was like, "For real." And I was like, two, why are you making your child watch a movie he doesn't want to see?" Well, because he didn't know what the movie was about. Because nobody saw a damn trailer for it. Yeah, I mean, it it just makes me wonder. It's like, is this something that like Bob Chappick did one while he was still CEO and like just yeah, like cut intentionally down? just let it like get out there with no advertising because he didn't want to, you know. Yeah, because like I know he was a gay character to the front. Yeah, because it all leads back to like his stance on the Florida bill. Don't say gay. As like yeah. could like did this be correl- it could be correlating? Who knows? We don't know one hundred percent. It could be. They could just have not believed in the movie, or I mean, I don't know. I find he it he just straight up forgot because <laughs> they have so much stuff on the works. I don't right know. Now. I just feel like how how could Disney forget an animated feature? That's their bread and butter. Yeah, especially with like. High profile names. Like, I didn't know yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal and like Dennis Quaid were like voicing characters in this movie. Yeah, like the cast is insane. And I, I know we talked about it a couple episodes ago, but I love Jabuki Young White as a comedian. Right. So I really wanted to see this movie do well, but it's. Just, so, but yeah, I mean, for those of you who haven't seen it, go check it out. I, I myself will definitely check it out because I don't want this to end up like how Treasure Planet was, where it was such a phenomenal movie, but it didn't get the love and recognition it deserved. During its theatrical run. Yeah, I, I feel like that's what's going to end up happening. Like, If it's a good movie, it will find success eventually. Yeah. I mean, it, I think it'll just be after the fact, because that's what happened with Treasure Planet, uh, yeah. Atlantis, Lost Empire. Like these, Those are, I feel, like, I feel like, are some of the best Disney movies, but they get no love. Maybe because they don't have catchy songs or anything in there. So, I just don't know. I just think they're phenomenal movies. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm hoping it's good. I'm hoping it's just only tanking because a bunch of 
fucking yokels. I mean, that's one hundred percent why it's taking so. Well, let's hope it's at least good. It'll be on Disney Plus soon. We'll all watch it, folks. We'll do a watch party together. No, we do don't. a watch party. I mean, you gotta go go pay for a movie ticket. Support this movie. Get the because for people who are always complaining that we don't have enough like diversity characters, this is why because they feel like people don't want to see these movies. Yeah, honestly, you gotta support it with your it. dollar. Yeah, that's true. Buy some popcorn too. Yeah, support your local movie theater. Yeah. Uh, but I guess to move on. Do you want to start with our little drink for the day here? Oh yeah, let's crack this one. It's 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 some overseas Fanta, and it looks like it's imported from Bosnia. So we got some Shokata Fanta. Whatever that means. I have no clue, but it's blue and it looks yummy. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to decipher if the, the label on the cover is a mouth or what is it is the this? fur of a Yeti? Fucking what? Where are you? Oh, oh, I didn't even notice that. I did not mean to do it on purpose, but I'm glad that happened. <laughs> I just heard that coming through my ear. My headset was so <laughs> confused for a second. Uh, what is this? It's just blue. It's blue. If it was green, we would die. Thank you. Ha! It's not bad. What is that? I don't know, but it definitely does not taste like American Fonza. It tastes that much. like lychee. Yeah, actually. It's not bad. I like it. Is this lychee flavored? I don't know. I guess we gotta look up what shokata means. I do not feel like going on a, a quest to learn Bosnian at the moment, but... Ah. I don't know. It's not bad. I like it. It's blue. Is it really blue? Or is it just the bottle's blue? Oh, it is just the bottle's blue. Well, I'm gonna pour a shout out to the cap and see what we got. It's clear, folks. It's clear. Hope we cleared that up. Shokata is elderberry lemon. Elderberry lemon? Yeah. Did not know elderberry would taste like this, but it's it's interesting. It also kind of tastes like a cleaning product. Yeah, I can see that. We might die tonight. (laughs) We might. Thanks for listening to us, folks. We're dead. Just know, yeah, this is definitely not supported by the USDA. (laughs) They don't even know what this shit is. Oh, I'm gonna go clean my bathroom later with this. God damn. It's not bad though. I like it. I like it, but it I know it's bad. Is it bad? It might be better than American Fanta. <sighs> yeah. I mean, clearly, I, I feel like it's better. Well, yeah, because it's literally cleaning your insides out. <laughs> That's true. I'm good. Good luck getting overcovered with this thing. Not yeah. That shit I, either way though, system. it's it's not bad. I think it's better than what we had on our initial recording yesterday oh that stuff was terrible i think it was fucking cough syrup dude that was, was straight up cough syrup i'm almost glad to get back to beer next episode because i at least know what i'm gonna taste yeah that's true all right try it if you want folks yeah i mean we'll, we'll Bos- switch it up bosnian fanta we're not gonna be exclusively beer i, I guess i feel we'll, we'll switch it up hey if i see something weird and i want to try it we're doing it uh because our backup plan uh believe it or not was a fucking ding dong ice latte and I not the ding dong you think not the ding dong you think the hostess ding dongs little chocolate creamy things yeah i was oh, not gonna was... do that i don't drink coffee so i was just like and after I... he saw my face after one sip he, there's no way i was gonna convince him to take a drink of it yeah no way oh walmart this shokata fanta though hell yeah i good good on damn me. it I'm not i dropped my cap i'm not gonna drink this no cap no cap you heard it here folks kitty ain't got no cap no cap all right, well, I'm glad I experienced that, but I never <laughs> want to do it again. Uh, leading into, I guess, what's going to be your favorite topic over here? <clears throat> yeah, uh, Super Duper Smash Bros. drama. Uh, I haven't had anything to report on in a while because there haven't been like a ton of major tournaments or anything like that. But uh, now there's definitely not going to be more tournaments this year because uh, Nintendo shut it down. So there is... That's a- what they're known for doing, shutting down the fun? <laughs> yeah, basically. They, they hate that people like their games, and it's so weird to me. I don't know. But uh, uh, this wasn't entirely Nintendo, it turns out. Oof. All right, so Smash World Tour was this big circuit that's run over the course of the year, and the Grand Championships were supposed to be in just a couple of weeks. I think, like, Ooh. December 17th or something like that. Damn, they have the World Cup final? Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, don't worry, there's a bunch of nerds. I don't think the crossover <laughs> was as high as you think it is. Who would, you never know. You never know. But um, So the championships are coming up pretty soon, uh, and... Just the day before Thanksgiving, uh, the company that was putting on the tournament, uh, VGBC, uh, Video Game Bootcamp, right, 
uh, they announced that they had to cancel the championships in the, in the last like tournament before that as well. Uh, because apparently Nintendo will no longer allow tournaments to run without a license directly from Nintendo. I mean, makes sense, but still well, harsh. Literally entirely up to till now, every tournament that's been held has been unlicensed by Nintendo because Nintendo just does not support the game. So right. they've been grassroots tournaments just put together by the community and everything like that. So, so now they can't even stream them or anything. Yeah, no, they can't even like hold these tournaments uh, because they said that going forward you're going to need something to put out content from their IP. So, Oof. so Smash World Tour got announced last year, and then right after they announced that, uh, one of the biggest esports company in the Smash scene, Panda Global, announced that they were doing their own circuit with their own championships that was going to run alongside Smash World Tour. Okay, okay. And um, so everyone was kind of... But the big draw there was that that entire circuit was going to be fully licensed by Nintendo. So everyone's like, oh my god, Nintendo's finally supporting our scene. We're finally going to like get out of the slums of like esports because right. every esports competitor knows that Smash is the least profitable game to be involved in. But it's the most fun. <clears throat> it is the most fun. Because when else can you be Pikachu beating the shit out of Mega Man? Those are just random words thrown together so that make sense in this universe. Is Panda Global still being supported by Nintendo, or did they also pull the plug on them too? So that's the thing. Uh, they were going to run side by side, and everyone was like, oh no, one is licensed and the other is not. Like, how's that going to work? But Nintendo, like in their communications with VG, uh, VGBC, was... Um, was like no it's okay like the license isn't, isn't exclusive you can still get licensed for your events and other events can get licensed as well right but you can still run them without our licensure um it's just not going to be like an official nintendo tournament or anything like that gotcha apparently behind the scenes the ceo of panda uh was going Ooh. around to all the other tournament organizers and telling them like man you should really uh join the panda global the panda cup circuit instead of the smash world tour circuit scandal so uh because you know they're not going to be around for much longer because uh they're not licensed and we're licensed so he's going around to like all these big high profile tournament organizers in the smash scene saying you got to join our circuit because it's going to be the damn join the empire around. or die yeah basically uh and so the entire time like the CEO of Panda is also talking to Nintendo saying like, listen, you can't let them stream your stuff without licenses. Like we did it the right way and they did it. And basically like, what an asshole. Yeah, I know. And it's funny because nobody else in the organization knew about it. Like obviously the players aren't involved in any of this. Right. Like, the right. signed to the company. Uh, so much so that like some people started like kind of giving hate to like the Panda players, but then other people are coming to their defense just saying like, Hey, they don't know what's going on either. They just show up to play. Exactly. And a couple of them tweeted today that, like, I can't believe, like, I'm just as dumbstruck and confused as the rest of you. Uh, so much so that uh, earlier today or yesterday, uh, one of the casters, TK Breezy, uh, was streaming. And after he was talking <laughs> about it for a while, uh, started job hunting uh, live on stream. Because <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't man. know if I'm going to have a job soon. And I don't know if I want to work with this company. So, Jesus, um, pan the global. Yeah, I know, man. It sucks because I liked a lot of their players, too. So... That is, that's very, like, grimy of them to do that. I mean, I'm pretty sure all these other, like, Smash tournament organizers probably didn't even know that they could, like, reach out to Nintendo. For, no, like, they did. And they oh, had they been did. talking to them, but then Nintendo just stopped talking to them. And so wow. They, so, VGBC applied for uh, a license in April. Right. And they already had preliminary talks as early as January. So, a, almost a full year ahead of time, doing things the right way. And then in April, Nintendo just stopped communicating with them. And every time they tried to reach out, they would just be like, oh, we don't know what you're talking about and everything like that. And then Oof. seven months later, the day before Thanksgiving, they told them that, you know, we don't foresee a future uh, going forward that any tournament can operate without a license and your a license has not been approved. So Jeez, with man. barely weeks in advance, they... The only choice they had was to call off these last couple of tournaments. Man, I really hope they uh, do a 180 on that because that's unfortunate, actually. Yeah, it's I like I like watching some of these Smash tournaments. They're pretty fun. Dude, they're awesome, and I like. I, uh, yeah, they're they're fun to watch. It's m my favorite game to play. It's uh, it's a weird time for the community. Oof, so man, massive. Kind of hard to love Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, it's not the first time I've seen that happen. Um, people from the Pokemon community will tell you that. So. Yeah, exactly. 
It's like they do some things terribly, but then they do other things right. Like this Mario movie. Yeah, um, we'll get that to soon, but... Man, just I, I just I just don't understand it. Like, it's like a money maker Nintendo sitting on it, but they don't want to do it. I mean, I get it; they want to be protective of their of their IPs and everything. But like, the reason they shut down tournaments in the past is because people were using mods and um, they're using Slippy to run a lot of their melee tournaments, which again is an unsanctioned mod, and they don't want people tampering with their game. But right. this is full on like. They just want to play the game from the company that they love, and they just don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Nintendo hates that they people like make their games competitive. They're like, we just want to have make fun party games, and you guys yeah. are kind of bastardizing our product. And they're like, no, you make a good fighting game, we want to play it. Yeah, it's 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 a weird stance, I guess. I don't get it. It's something I guess Nintendo will have to like grow out of into the future. I I don't know who's holding up that ideology, so... I don't know either, man, but it's been this way for, like, 20 years since the Melee community really launched, so... I mean, who knows? I don't... I don't think it's, like, Miyamoto or... No, I don't think it's any, like, the big heads or anything like that, but... Yeah, no. They're just there to make games. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens, but I guess to move on to the, I guess, the main topic, the meat and potatoes of this podcast is... The good Nintendo story. Yeah, the good Nintendo story. Here we go! Uh, and Nintendo's Direct, uh, on the 29th, they aired the second trailer for the Mario movie. Yes. Uh, I guess, I don't know, what do you think about that so far? I'm so excited for that movie. Oh, yeah. Me and too. I know I just shit on them for, like, the last ten minutes, but then I also am really excited for their product, so... Yeah, that's I'm not w- here to take sides, folks. I'm just here to yell into a microphone. We're just here to report the news. But, <laughs> that um, even is reporting news. <laughs> dude, this movie looks... Like it has everything in it. Oh yeah, it's it's phenomenal. It's fantastic. I am so excited. I was watching the trailer along with Tali. Yeah. And when they came out with the Mario Kart scene and like they jump through the clouds and then Rainbow Road pops up Dude, and I was just Rainbow like, Road. fuck yeah. And then looking in the background, Funky Kong is confirmed, folks. Oh yeah, Funky Kong's in the movie. Um, a few episodes ago, I don't remember which one it was where I said, I was like, if there's a car chase scene, it needs to be Mario Kart. Yeah. And bam, here we have it, folks, Mario Kart. They're just giving us everything, man. They really are. I mean, even all the throwbacks into, like, the classic video games, because I guess the training course is based off, like, the Mario levels. Yeah, I, I that brief little scene, I'm like, oh, she's, like, gearing them up to get ready to go into the castle and stuff. Yeah, like it's... it's I was like, it's just like in the game. Yeah, it's it's really crazy. Uh, and, and I guess when he first faces off against DK, it references the first Super Mario game. Yeah. And I guess a little bit of Smash Brothers too, because I was just like, man, I think someone like ed- <clears throat> did an edit where they put in like the damage counter for, <laughs> for Mario. As Mario was just getting his ass. Yeah, he was him. just like racking up damage, and they <laughs> it, it was it was funny for me. So I like that. So it was really good. Uh, what else was in this trailer? I guess we got the, Yoshi's. Yeah, we do have the Yoshi's. Which uh, initially, when we saw this trailer, we were talking about how we couldn't see any Yoshi's, and then we just, I guess, missed this scene. Yeah, but they're there, folks. We're they're there, and that's saw a meme of it where I guess they had um, the two doctors from Jurassic Park, and they were saying like they do move in herds, <laughs> and I was like, yes, they do. Clever girl. So yeah, I think the other thing we were talking about when we first recorded is how would Yoshi communicate. Would he be just doing the dinosaur sounds that he does in the video game, or would he be having like a voice? Or like, I think someone correct me if I'm wrong or not, but I think in the video games he telepathically communicates with Mario. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember. That. Is it like how Pokemon talk and their trainers just understand them? I, or? I guess so something like that. Because there's word bubbles on screen in Yoshi. Yeah, that's, that's he like, speaks. Yeah, so like, there's definitely he definitely does speak. So I'm, I'm wondering like, is he talking in a regular voice or is he talking like in like I don't know the Yoshi language. And then everyone just happens to know it, like the droids yeah. in Star Wars. Yeah. But if Yoshi did have a voice, how, what would you think? I want it to be Idris Elba so bad. <laughs> I just want him to voice every freaking fuzzy little creature at this oh, point. Oh, man. I think, yeah, that's what we were talking about. And I think I said, um, the lighter the color, the deeper the voice. Yes. So So we need, like, a full-on, like, berry white, like, pink Yoshi. <laughs> that's for sure. So if, if it, I'm just glad that Yoshi's are in there. I'm, I'm wondering how like the relationship between Yoshi and Mario will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be like how to train your dragon. He's gonna find his very I mean, bond with it. That, I, I would 100% love that. I would also really love a, a little side quest or side story of Luigi and Luigi's Mansion kind of setting. Cause I, up on our Instagram page, I uh, uploaded a bunch of movie posters, and then one of the movie posters, it's just a straight up clear reference to Luigi's Mansion. Yeah. So. Which I mean gives us an opportunity to spin off into that or something. But. Yeah, I I think it definitely like if I they don't that. do that, they're they're 
I don't know, just losing out of money. Yeah. Like, it's stupid not to do that. Charlie Day sounded good as Luigi, too. Yeah, Charlie Day sounds phenomenal as Luigi. Chris Pratt as Mario, I'm still not completely sold on. Everyone in that movie sounds great except for Mario. Yeah, I feel like this is one of the few instances where, like, supporting cast is going to be carrying the main Yeah, character. They, they really miss out on that uh, main cast. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was I watched the, the French dub of the trailer. Yeah, and he sounds like Mario. And then I was just blown out. I was just like, we were fucking robbed. 100%, man. Because, like, his Yahoo compared to Chris Pratt's Yahoo, I was just like, this is night and day. Can Do you even Yahoo, dog? It's like, I don't know. It's just, you have Mario going, wahoo! And then you have Chris Pratt's going, wahoo! So it's just like... <laughs> wahoo, walking in. It's, I, just, I don't know. It's just such a weird New York accent. For me, it just, it just sounds like regular Chris Pratt. Yeah, I, there's, I, there's no disguising that voice. Like, for Charlie Day as Ouija, I can't even really tell. That was, I mean, I don't really watch much of his stuff, so I can't really tell. But for me, it just did not sound like Charlie Day. Yeah, like, he voice acted. Yeah. Big shocker. Yeah, Jack Black, again, phenomenal. Phenomenal as Bowser. Like, Jesus, man. Yeah, I couldn't even tell it was Jack Black. And then Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach. Mm-hmm. Great choice. Which, by the way, they make Peach a badass in this movie. Yeah, which a lot of people are really upset about, which I don't understand. I'm like... For me, uh, I she used to. Ain't your damsel in distress anymore, folks. Yeah, I mean, back She's in the, queen the of a kingdom, well, princess of a kingdom. Back in the, I guess, the Super Mario TV show, like eighties, nineties ones. Uh, she was like a pretty much, like I guess she led her kingdom and protecting it and everything. She, she was badass then. Yeah. Um, in the comic strips, I don't remember where it was. I don't know if it, if it came in the issues of Nintendo Power, or it was just like a licensed Nintendo comic. Basically, she was also like fighting off Koopas and like Bowser and everything. Yeah. She's the ruler of a kingdom. She can't yeah. be useless. And she even has her own video game for the Nintendo DS, uh, Super Princess Peach, where she has to go and rescue Mario. So it's this <sighs> This is something that's not new. So Yeah, I think it's cool. It's definitely really cool. Huh? Um, I'm Did all, you want her to just get kidnapped at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, not even just that. I, I feel like it's much... I mean, even in, in the current games now, she's part of the adventure. Yeah. So... She's getting her own power-ups, which another thing, I definitely love how they get the power-ups. They, like, she touched the fire flower. And, yeah, like, it looks really cool. How like, like, absorbed in, like, the power is, like, absorbed into her, so it's like, damn. It feels a lot more magical. Yeah, it which definitely Which is funny, because I never really thought about, like, the properties of the powers in Mario games. Yeah, I, me either. Now that I think about it, I was like, I was like how did they get the power-ups? I, like, I, I, for some reason, I was like, did, does he eat the flower? I did not think of it until I saw that trailer. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, I just went along with that my whole life. Yeah, I mean, because we even get to Nuki Mario, so I was just like, hell yeah. So that's that's going to be... I'm wondering what other power-ups we're going to get. I mean, does... what does, I mean, obviously, we know what the star does, but it's like, I wonder how that's going to yeah. look or be pulled off. Is it going to be like their version of Supersonic? I think you mentioned, too, like, when he eats a mushroom, is he going to get big? Is yeah. He, how big is he going to get? Yeah, how big is he going to get? Like, what's going to happen? Uh, the other thing that I wanted to talk about actually, which I was I noticed more because after looking through like the picture slides mm-hmm. of the trailer, is in the the Mario Kart scene basically. Uh, Mario is like power drifting. Yeah, I noticed that too. Uh, he's power drifting, but the thing that I like I really appreciated and like it's something that the animators did not have to do, but it just shows to me that how much they care. Yeah, there's a lot of detail in this movie. Yeah, not like. just how much they care is like the blue sparks on the wheel mm-hmm. that you get from power drifting, and I'm just like. That is something that they not did not have to include, but the fact that they did shows me that these people have done their research. They care about the source material, and I think that is why they're going to put out a good product. Yeah. Also, you have Shigeru Miyamoto like peering over your shoulder, making sure you don't fuck up. Yeah, if he's heavily involved, it's going to be good. Yeah, definitely going to be he- like, good. I just don't know. I mean, I know a lot of people thought they saw Daisy, but I guess like if they, I guess it was just like. A f- the back of Funky Kong's head kind of looked like Daisy's dress or something like that as they were driving. I could see why, because like it looked it looked really fuzzy, but then like as the trailer played on, it just easy Maybe to she's monkey. just riding shotgun with Funky Kong. Everyone wants everyone wants to be with Funky Kong. I don't know. Wouldn't they want to be with DK, the leader of the crew? Nah, Funky's the Funky's the bunch. <laughs> I don't know. They There's should that. get Marky Mark Marky Mark to voice Funky Kong. No, no, no. Yes. No. No. The Funky Bunch being the Funky Kong himself. There's better. There could be better Funky. They should, Bruno Mars should be Funky Kong. <laughs> okay, I like that too. Hell yeah, that's what I'm for. Bruno Mars should definitely be Funky Kong. Start the start the petition now. He, I mean, the, the man understands funk. That's all I can say. <laughs> he do be funkin'. Uh, but I guess I don't know. Is there anything else that you expect to see or hoping to see in this upcoming movie? Basically, um, I don't know what I expect to see because it sounds like they're just throwing everything at the kitchen sink i definitely want to see some like luigi's haunted mansion 
like references and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but I'm just happy to see like Bowser looking so badass. Like, he oh yeah, like he's a proper villain in this movie. Yeah, he's not a very comedical a villain. He's definitely like a force to be reckoned with. And like, I'm sure he'll have his funny moments, like, you know, tucked away in the castle talking to a Koopa or something like that. Oh, yeah, I mean, it is Jack Black after all. Yeah, I mean, it looked. I thought it was pretty funny his exchange with Luigi in the beginning. So yeah, but That's, he looks full on menacing. Yeah, that's another interesting thing for me. It's like how they swap the roles between Luigi and Daisy. Like now he's the one uh, in trouble, and like him, Mario and Peach have to go rescue him now. Yeah, well that makes sense too. He's a scaredy cat. Yeah, he is. I guess that's like the new thing that they're gonna go for him. I'm it's fine been. With it. I love him. Yeah, I'm all good for it. I mean, obviously Luigi's gonna get his day. I feel. I don't know. I saw like a Twitter thread where like they were explaining how. Uh, what's the thing the breakdown between Mario and Luigi like it's gonna be like a trope of like movies where like they train together and then eventually they both come into a head and like they're both I don't know like they get into Mario and Luigi get into a fight and then he's saying that he's like Luigi's like I'm going home and he's like but what <laughs> and he's like are you coming with me brother and then Mario just says something I forgot what Mario says, but I think the joke was... Ken and Ryu from Street Fighter? I don't know, but like the, the funny thing to me was that uh, Mario basically tells Luigi, it's like, you're not a my brother. And I was just like, oof, painful. And then like Luigi Mom walks Mia. away. Yeah. Luigi like walks away and like he throws his Luigi hat at Mario to like, I guess, signify that they're not brothers anymore. And that's when he comes back as Mr. L? Maybe. I mean, Mr. L was a villain in Paper Mario. But I think they're saying that in the final act that Mario's about to be, like, killed off by Bowser. But then Luigi comes in and saves the day. And then he, like, helps Mario up and, like, tells him. He's like, are you ready to do this, brother? <laughs> I, I could see them doing that, but I yeah, don't know how. It was, it was a crazy t- Twitter thread, so I got to I gotta reread it again. I was reading this, like, at 2 or 3 in the morning. So. Oh, man. But, yeah, and, and then I guess, like, the to end it off is, like, Mario, like, Mario just says, uh, let's go, and he, like, takes off Luigi's cap from his back pocket and gives it to Luigi. He, he never gave up on his brother. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's wild. It's just wild seeing all these, like, different theories about all these characters. Yeah. It's, I mean, they have everything in there. Yeah, so. it's just, what a time to be alive, for real. Oh, yeah, man. It's just, it's just disappointing that every other dub but the English dub is winning on Mario, so. Thanks, Chris Pratt. Yeah, I just don't understand. Like, just I, stomping uh, Goombas. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not feeling it. Maybe I need to see more of it, and I'll grow. It'll grow on me. But I'm sure once you're watching it, you're not even gonna think about it. Maybe not. I'd probably just be too happy seeing a fucking good Mario movie yeah. finally. So we'll see what happens. I'm very excited for it. When's it come? Com- comes out April seventh. So once those tickets go on sale, I'm definitely buying them. All right. Yeah, I remember last time I was trying to get like Endgame tickets, and I think they crashed the website. <laughs> And I think it was I was at work. This is back when I was working at Whole Foods. Uh, I took a lunch break early, and inst- oh, I remember this. Yeah, I took a lunch break early, and I went to the movie theater to buy the tickets in person because I was just like, "This it's crashing on the website. They're not going to tell me no in person." So yeah, I ended up buying tickets for myself and my friends basically in person for Endgame. Worth it. Yeah, it was really it really was worth it. Uh, but our final topic for you for today is Sony and Amazon Prime are developing a Silk series. For those who don't know, Silk is another spider hero in the Marvel Universe. But what's unique about her is that Cindy Moon was bit by the same spider that bit Peter Parker. Dude, this spider's putting in work. Yeah. So, I like Silk. She's a pretty cool character. Uh, it's just funny, though, that whenever her and like Peter Parker are in the same room together, like there's like pheromones between them, which like make them want to mate. Okay. Yeah. I guess because they were bit by the same spider, so. What, is the spider trying to fuck itself? I, I don't know. I, I've It's been a while since I read that, but. Does she just have the same powers as Spider-Man? Yeah. Uh, that seems kind of. But I think something about her webbing is different. I, I forgot what it was. I mean. I like I said, it's, it's, it's been a while since I've, like, I've read it. Um, and, and I forgot what other powers that she has. I think she has something else, but not 100%. It's been a while. I got to freshen up myself on that, and I will inform you guys in the, in the next episode. Regardless, I'm interested to see. I mean, yeah. Spider-Man is probably one of my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I was wondering, like, is it just going to be, like, a don't standalone thing, or is it going to be part of, like, the bigger Sony Spider-Verse that they're trying to build? I feel like it's impossible to make anything Marvel-related without tying it into everything else at this point. Yeah, I mean, I think it would work much better as its own thing instead of being tied into something else. 
Yeah. Like how the Marvel Netflix shows originally were, but now they're all kind of getting shoehorned into the universe. Yeah, but I think they're doing a much better job in this one because, like, Daredevil and She-Hulk was pretty great, actually. I liked it a lot. I just love Charlie Cox. Yeah. So, hopefully, I mean, he's getting his own Disney Plus Daredevil show, too, so that's going to be good. Good. Let's hope it's as brutal as the Netflix version was. Maybe it won't be as brutal, but, I mean, I don't know. That's... The thing about the, the Netflix Daredevil is that was based off of Frank Miller's run on Daredevil. Which is one of the better runs, so. It, there's there's definitely some better ones out there. Uh, the Mark Wade run of Daredevil was also really well. I think it's still ongoing. I'm not 100% sure. Okay. I don't really follow Marvel Comics too much. I'm more of a DC fan myself, so. But I don't know. I forgot when this movie is supposed to, or movie, uh, this series is supposed to premiere, but I know it's in early, early development stages. Okay. So. It's a long way off. See. It'll be part of phase 75 of Marvel's plan. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But aside from that, do you have anything else? Nah. I, got, I covered everything. I blew my load with that Smash story. <laughs> oh, wait. I finally remember what it was that I wanted to talk about. He's been trying to think of this for like two days. Yeah, I really was. Uh, that 90s show. Yeah. Fucking Red and Kitty are back. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, it... it, it I don't know. I mean... It's a directed Netflix series, right? Yeah, it's a directed Netflix series. It comes out on January. Um, and I think it's like Eric and Donna's daughter like spends her summer over at her grandparents' house, which is like for, uh, Red and Kitty's house. Yeah, same house and everything. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who the other kids are going to be. I'm pretty sure some of them are like children of like other the main, main characters. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see We'll see how that correlates. I, I'm, I will check it out just because I'm a huge That 70s Shows fan. But yeah. I... I don't have the biggest confidence that this is going to be a good show but maybe it'll be yeah, a nice little... maybe it'll be good i mean i know the later seasons of that 70s show pretty much fell off like i feel like once yeah once Topher grace left once Topher grace left obviously it wasn't the same but i feel like when it started with ashton kutcher leaving i was just like okay it's starting like that i feel like that's when they should have ended it yeah Especially when Topher Grace was leaving, I was just like, all right, just end the show yeah because then they introduced randy and that just wasn't yeah it was anyone's cup of tea yeah definitely not good We'll see. I don't know how this is going to go. It's going to be like The Ranch on Netflix where like nobody watches it, but they just have all the same characters from that 70s show. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, hopefully it's good. I mean, I think we're due for a good 90s TV series. Yeah, but does it have to be that 90s TV series? Because do you remember they tried to make it? They made it that 80s show. I do remember that 80s show, but I don't. And I did not realize it was Glenn Howerton who was the main character on that show. Did not know that either. Yeah. I think I saw one episode. That was it. That that's all you needed. It was. I, don't know. I just remember the what was it like the punk rocker girl? Yeah, like the spiked up. That's all I remember. Yeah, that's all you need to remember. It was the eighties, and they okay. made a very eighties show, <laughs> by which I mean bad. Who knows? Maybe I feel like you know nineties were a different times. So that's yeah. it'd be interesting to see the cultural phenomenon of Digimon and Pokemon Honestly, <laughs> from an outside it, perspective. If they make it to ninety nine, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. Pokemon came out ninety six. 96? Yeah. Why do I think 99? I don't know. I don't know either, man. But I remember the summer of 96, we were at day camp, and Pokemon was all the craze. Wow. Yeah, I remember because my cousin uh, Don, or Oz, uh, called up his mom asking him if they could go to the store to buy uh, Pokemon cards. I need these. Why? I don't know. We just need them. We just need them. Like that South Park episode. Yeah. With the Pokemon. <laughs> but I guess, yeah, I think that does it all for us today here. Yeah. Might even gone long today. Good job. Yeah, pretty pretty decent. Uh, once again, you know, feel free to follow me over at Geek Night Ninety on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, follow our Instagram page for the podcast at Diversion Sixty Four. Yeah, we're gonna be posting uh, polls and questions and yeah. everything like that. Just remind me what questions and polls to ask. So, me remind you? Yes, you remind me. You want me to do work? Yeah, I mean, I can't carry this whole thing by myself. <laughs> All right, guys, he's asking for it. We're gonna give him some help. Uh, also the YouTube channel Geek Night uh, you'll recognize the blue little knight so once we get cameras we're gonna start putting it over there yeah I mean I could probably uh, I'll probably make a separate channel and just upload just the audio files and stuff so apparently some people have, have been requesting for me to upload on YouTube even if it's just audio it's just nice to have a place where you can put comments and stuff yeah so I think I'll, I'll start doing that starting with episode one all the way till what we have now there you go keep the Kevin episode. eventually do things for you guys the Kevin 11 episode <laughs> After that dumpster fire episode of last week. Yeah. That was a shit show. Yeah. Uh, but what about, where, where can people find you at? 
uh, bumblingbee underscore on Instagram and uh, bumblingbee one on Twitter. Nice. I warn you, I'm not a fun follow on either, but I am <laughs> trying, folks. You gotta I try. I'll get there eventually. But, you know, once again, thanks for listening to us for another episode of the Virgins Podcast. I'm your host, Keddy, over here with... Ms. V. Later, losers. Later, and remember, have yourselves a damn good one.